hello, and welcome to the spooky Halloween edition of the Sound Game Critique Podcast. I'm your host, Ooh. Jesse James. <laughs> Joining me... <laughs> God damn it. Joining me is my right-hand man, Todd Woodmancy. Yo! And our permanent guest, Colby Prophet. Colby Prophet's been dead for 40 years! Chain rattling. <laughs> Thank you, Squeaky Chair, for providing the clankies that I need. Yes. <laughs> clankies. That's the noise. Oh, what was that? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, man. That's a, that was a rough start. Uh, today, we decided, instead of talking about gaming news we thought we should just focus more on titles that we played in the past but not just any type of games but games in the horror genre spooky games <laughs> would, would you like to play a game sir i'm a scary uh, little girl <laughs> oh i thought it was a little little boy nope i'm a girl oh my parents made me cut my hair short. That's oh. why I died. Oh, I can't breathe over here. <laughs> that does sound like a like an old 1800s ghost story of a girl dying because they cut her hair short and she turned yeah. into a boy and died. She jumps off of a cliff <laughs> because of it. <laughs> or drowns in the well. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be a well, actually. Right, right, right. It gets typhoid from it as well. <laughs> if it's that <laughs> old, of a, it's like a Victorian age right, right. Uh, ghost story. Um, now this list is going to be uh, a little loose, uh, a little loose, you know. Uh, I'm feeling loose tonight. Yeah, you know, just chilling. Because uh, I, I feel like you know, it just all it really has to do. It doesn't really need to be like jump scares and stuff like that. It just needs like that perfect tension and ambience. Um, and most certainly, some of these games that uh, some of us will talk about aren't particularly scary, but they just have the right. Ambience. Yeah, it's the atmosphere. It's the je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, it's the je ne sais what. <sighs> it's the yawn. Oh, that's the <laughs> yawn. So we're, we're obviously boring Todd here. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Sounds you got somewhere rough. to be? <laughs> I'm ready to be scared, man. Yeah. All right, let's do it. So I'll start off uh, this list with uh, a very not that scary of a game and definitely nowadays it's not scary but when uh when it was first in alpha one of the first times i've ever played it uh minecraft uh mm. which was like what 2010 when it was released in alpha yeah something like that i think it was late 2009 actually if uh in dev maybe i don't know let me check um but it was uh you know pretty pretty early alpha and uh i i remember you know picking it up and uh, I was like, I was really excited. You know, this is when this was something new and different. And, uh, you know, you, you start off and you, you're met with this little charming little bit of piano tones. And uh, mm-hmm. you, um, you you know, you're knocking some wood down and you're, you're building your little house. And you're not you're not really expecting things. You've you've heard of like the, the mobs and stuff. And you're like, oh, that's cool. And whatnot. You've heard of what lurks into the darkness. But, uh 
that first night is the most terrifying <laughs> night that I've ever one of the most terrifying experiences in games. And now it's like I don't even bat an eye anymore. Of course, I haven't played Minecraft in a long time, but you know, it's it's something that is like, eh, that's not really that scary. But at that time, you know, you close that door, you're like, oh man, it's night. Things are going to bump in the night, and you you get in your little house, and then the next thing you know, you like you're like messing around if you're like your stuff inside you're like ah oh, man this is looking good and then you go upstairs or, or you go to your uh, your door and it like you look at your door and then bam mm-hmm. right there he is the skeleton <laughs> well mine it was always usually the zombie or it was the um the creeper and mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken earlier in the time if you if you didn't if you left like a hole on the side like you know say like a window but it was just like one block open i think he would still explode if i'm not mistaken oh yeah maybe um and that was a terrifying experience because it i I just remember it erupting maybe i just built it wrong but it erupted blew up half of the house i was freaking (laughs) out and i sprinting into the night (laughs) (laughs) there was out of nowhere you know because the way the the system was set up at the time and probably still is it just spawned a shit ton just everywhere and it was just like (laughs) spiders and every type of fucking creature has ever existed just running at you ready to just destroy you it was It was scary. Scary experience. It's honestly a really special experience, a player's first night in Minecraft, especially if they have no, like, preconception of what's going to go on. And, you know, if you're if you're playing it for the first time, chances are you didn't find coal that first night. And I know you can make charcoal out of logs nowadays and make torches, but before, if you didn't find coal that first night, guess what? You're spending a night in the dark. Yep. And it's terrifying. Unless you, you get yourself a moon roof. Or you just like build mm-hmm. a single pillar up into the sky and just wait. Yeah. <laughs> just oh my god, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't build. I didn't build a house. I just literally like when it came night, I literally just put a bunch of blocks under me. And I was just like standing like twelve blocks off the ground, looking down. I d- By the end of it, it looks like the Doom like game art cover thing where you're like, or <laughs> or uh, not Doom. Uh, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Yeah, Duke Nukem. There's just bodies everywhere. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh man. Um. Uh, let's see here, Todd. Uh, what what's uh, what's a game that's uh, that, you know that was kind of scary? I would say <laughs> something I've played recently that was pretty scary would be Limbo. The just the whole darkness, like how it's just you know black as you run along, you don't see what's coming up, and mm-hmm. then like the the spiders will like blend in the background, and then all of a sudden you see the spider just like stab you through the stomach. You're like, what the fuck? That, that it's was, so graphic too. Yeah, that that was a very interesting. Like you, you're not expecting it, and next thing you know, this bastard comes up out of nowhere and just just the, the I mean, you. even even just like running along and like just getting killed by the environment is still creepy because it's it, you you don't know it's there and it's like ah yeah I, it's I just helpless honestly I, I just thought it was crazy like when uh, when that spider came out and it kills you the first time and then like these uh, these um, horns would sound off in the background and it'd be like. Boo! <laughs> and and it'd say 360 no scope on the screen it was it was such a weird experience for something so you know pr- profound with ambiance snoop dog is like over there doing his little his little dance <laughs> you know, i actually there's a part where you have to get on a boat and cross the water and the water's kind of like well it's obviously it's black because it's limbo 
but like there's like smoke coming off a little bit. You can kind of see the smoke faintly. I was terrified. I was like, what's going to eat my boat right now? This is just mm. Snoop Dogg, dude, under the water. Snoop Dogg? He's just token all the way down there. Letting it go in little bubbles. <laughs> Damn it. What is, what is that? Is that like a little soundboard? That's loud. Do you remember those little those little uh, Halloween decoration people would hang in their trees and as you walk past they would do that little noise? Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. it's so damn loud (laughs) it's terrifying Uh, okay what about you Kobe Uh, well the first thing that comes to mind when I think about uh, like modern scary games um, not so modern I guess is uh, Fatal Frame and Uh... we played this yeah you and I played this along with a couple other people Uh, Miranda actually turned me on to it Um, it is absolutely terrifying and if you don't know the story uh it's about a a little japanese girl and she's in a spooky house and she like loses her sister this is fatal frame three that we played uh loses her sister and has to use this camera uh called uh something like obscurus or camera obscura or something like that which is actually the name of the first camera ever invented uh fun fact there uh but Basically, you can see ghosts that was so much fun. through it, and, like, you have to take pictures of them to, like, kill them, sort of, or make them less powerful, but the amount of atmosphere in that game is amazing. The feeling of helplessness, even though you have a weapon, it's one of those, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Konami. Um, yeah. I think so. It feels yeah. so much like a Konami game. Yeah, because you have no control over anything, <laughs> and the camera is super terrible. But that's that adds in a way to the atmosphere, you know, and and makes you feel so helpless and like everything is gonna come and kill you because it is. And there's so many scary like ghosts that oh, there's like a this broken neck girl that oh like falls down these big flights of stairs at you and it freezes when she gets there and she like like cricks her neck over and. Ooh, it gives me goosebumps just thinking was, about it. Wasn't there like a mother and daughter in in the one room? And I, I just remember you like looking through the camera because we were having issues with trying to get the controls just right. Mm-hmm. It's you know very clunky, and I just remember the camera panning, and it just immediately locked on to like I think it was the mother ghost or it was yeah, just she was like coming ghost. toward me I think. And, and it was just like boom right there in front of the damn camera and it was so mm-hmm. terrifying it was it was it was a unintentional jump scare and it was fantastic it was yeah probably one of the more like I uh, that terrified me I, it was, I had a hard time going to sleep mm-hmm. man that was a good time we need to do that some more but yeah, that was fun. That was really let's, fun. Let's, let's record it with face cams next time. Oh yeah, face cams, and uh, we'll put it on our Twitch. Yep. Yep. Y'all don't want me to get face cams. Oh, man. Still the thunder. Todd. Yeah. Todd has like the most beautiful face. He he looks like Squidward after he gets like knocked <laughs> out that one time. You know. Oh, uh, put a picture it's, of that on the YouTube. It's, it's a couple uh, video. times getting smashed a few times. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'll try to remember that, and I'll put it on there. Yeah, make yourself a note. And then I'll get DMCA'd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, Squibber's beautiful face. Beep. And they just hit the button. Just make that the thumbnail for this video, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
spooky games, and it's just Squidward. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Um, another one that uh, is very, oh man, it was just terrifying, and it's a modern one. Is uh, Lone Survivor, and it was a two D uh, sprite. Man, it was terrifying. It matter of fact, it's actually I think like two years old now. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it's getting up there. Yeah. Um, man, it it is one of those games that is just absolutely terrifying to me. And I I guess it was like in this it was in this like hotel or big apartment complex. Um, and it was in a post apocalyptic style. Um. It, we really don't know what's going on, and you just gotta like travel through the area. And man, that game has some scary experiences. You would not expect a two D game to scare you like that. And I just, ooh, the sounds and everything—it was a terrifying experience. Yeah. Oh my god. There's one. I'm, we've talked about it up and down before off podcast, but that party scene. Yeah. Where? Oh my god. Go through that just real quick, because good lord. Uh, well, it's it's kind of hard to remember, but you you pretty much go in there and uh, it's just like a small little party, and there's like three people, and they're they're talking and they're like you know they're kind of worried, and you like step outside to a balcony, and I think you talk to someone and you step back in, and they're immediately like changed into these creatures that like zombie like creatures, and I think there's like dead bodies laying around in there, and of course there's like the the mutants like just like shaking their freaky ass fucking heads <laughs> with like all the the scary like it's like a static noise that plays when they're around too oh my oh, yeah. god Whew. man that was i can't i can't play that game i really can't like i got through a certain part and i'm just like i can't play this anymore it is too scary and if you guys haven't seen it it's like it's super pixelated like even more than you know, like yeah, it's it's sixteen it's, bit. It's, it's very super blown low up. Res. It's it's like the camera's very zoomed in. Right, the pixels are large, is what we're trying to say. Yeah, and it's you know it shouldn't be that scary, but hell if it is not one of the scariest games I've played in a long time. Uh, what uh, another one, Todd? Late on, late on us. You know, Slenderman was pretty creepy. I never actually played it. Tell me a little bit it was about really? it. Really, it was creepy, like. I know it's such a it's such a it's such a basic game for those who don't know what you know Slenderman. You basically are in the woods. You have a flashlight that the battery drains the longer that you use it, and you find these notes basically, and you have to collect all the notes that basically tell you where to go. And if the Slenderman gets close to you, then you have to literally just book it and run. And the entire screen can just go static, and it's like white noise, and it gets really really loud. And that's really the creepy part. Not so much the I don't know if you allow if you allow yourself to get into the mood that it tries to make you get into, like instead of just being like, "Oh, this is just," I mean, like if you like allow yourself to get into the mind frame, it's it's creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. Especially whenever you have the white noise and then you you like you're spinning to like you know try to find where he's at so you can run the opposite direction, and you spin and he's just sitting there staring at you. And it gets creepy as shit. Yeah, after like, and it, it depends on the number of pages that you get, uh, like what he how intense, can do, how intense he gets. Yep. Yeah, and he can teleport after six out of eight pages, and that is Ugh. some bullshit, A. And uh, it's also worth noting that every tree in this dark forest Looks is like him. slender and white. <laughs> so uh, when you're looking around, you're 
constantly panicking and then when you actually spot him it's even more scary and oh lord jeez it does sound pretty scary yeah uh there's something about something with no face staring at you just creeps you a little bit yeah but he 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 is kind of scary thing even though it it is now very well it's no longer but it was overplayed for a very long time yeah it was i agree I love all the mods and things. Have you guys? It's getting off track a little bit, but have you guys seen the uh, the "Give Me Twenty Dollars" mod for it? No. Okay, so basically, it, to make it less scary, um, the Slenderman when he gets close to you, he instead of making the static sound, he plays the rap song "Give Me Twenty Dollars" at louder intervals the closer he gets to you. <laughs> So all he wants is just $20, and you have to give it to him at the end of it if he catches you. <laughs> That's pretty and, funny. And it's like, see me in the club, give me $20, give me $20. And it's it's really funny. But That's that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, okay, but a, a game game for me now? Is that a it? game for you now. Okay, game for me. Game for Colby. Um, no one cares, actually. Just go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, um... Well, podcast is over. <laughs> You're, you're just a guest. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so go ahead, Kobe. Okay, yeah. I'm going to expand on the idea that Todd was talking about, about letting yourself get in the mindset of a scary game. And I'm going to talk about Outlast. Now, Outlast, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's fairly new. I think it's about... We played it, and it was new around the same time that we played Fatal Frame. That was about... What a year ago, a year and yeah, a little it bit. Yeah, it was a year ago, around two thousand. It was about this 15. time. I think it was. I think it was around this time last year, actually. Oh. Hmm. It was a cold October night, but um, yeah, because we played it right before Halloween. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so you are in this insane, insane asylum, and you're some urban explorer type fella, and you go in there, and you. Didn't bring a flashlight. Of course, you, you know. didn't bring a flashlight, uh, but you do happen to have a camcorder, uh, and it's one of the fancy night shot camcorders. So in this dark, insane asylum, the only thing that you can use to see is your camcorder and the night vision. And if that doesn't just like automatically make you want to nope the hell out of wherever you are, then you have no soul. But uh, there is just a ton of really scary, like, mad doctors, and there's this huge, like, Bane-looking son of a bitch that chases you down hallways and tries to kill you and all that, and it's terrifying for the first two hours that you play it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. And that you get out of the mindset because it's like, oh, this guy's chasing me down the hallway again. Oh, this is, you know, this is this, and... You know, it, it after a while, it sort of just grinds. And I I think, honestly, I think that scary games in general are really not meant to be played uh, in huge bursts because they're just meant to have that one emotional, oh, goodness, and then and then you're good. Right. Oh, my. <laughs> and then and then you go on about your day or, or try to sleep and don't. Uh, but yeah, it, it it's just really lost its luster after a while for me, and and I think we all felt that after playing it for about two hours. Yeah, I, I, matter of fact, it was like it went from being absolutely petrified to being like, I'm just gonna wait for this guy to walk by. Okay, this guy mm-hmm. has went by. Let's keep going. 
Whenever, whenever I first played Outlast, I kind of ruined it for myself because the thing started coming after me, and I just like ran at him. Like, what's gonna happen if I die? Yeah, and he instead like, of, like just instead, picks of, you instead, up. instead of like not knowing what was gonna happen, I was like, let's figure it out. And then I was like, oh, now that I know, it's not creepy. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one way of doing it. It was it was a bad idea. It, ruined, it kind of ruined the game for me. Even though it's a good game, it just kind of ruined it for me. Well, I was actually going to talk about how, like, I think that some scary games, Outlast included, sort of are scary. They're not scary to cover up the fact that they're a bad game, but a lot of scary games are bad games that happen to be entertaining because they're scary. Would would you guys agree with that? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Honestly, I think a lot of the earlier Resident Evils uh, were like that. Mm -hmm. Chill. Jill. 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 You're almost a Jill sandwich. Barry. Barry. <laughs> this Jesse's going to edit all of that out. Yep. It's all gone already. Jill. Jill. Live editing. Well, okay, here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to just place those Jills in in the rest of the podcast sparingly. <laughs> sprinkle oh. them throughout. Fuck you. He can't edit them all out then. Jill. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like, um, minus uh, the fact that, uh, well, yeah, I do agree. Like, even like with like Dino Crisis, which I find to be a very terrifying game. Well, be, one, because it is a scary game, but two, I have an irrational fear of dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's really funny, actually. Well, I love them. I absolutely love dinosaurs, but. You know, they're also very terrifying in, like, Jurassic Park settings. And, you know, of course, they're fake velociraptors that are, like, you know, bigger than a human almost. They're Yoshis. And they're, yeah, they're giant Yoshis who communicate to each other with a weird nostril system. And... Dude, that's a very, very cool noise, though. Like, I was really impressed with how they... I don't know how they did. I know they. I know how they did the T Rex noise, but I don't know how they did right. the Velociraptors. Yeah. Uh, it, if you know uh, how they made the T Rex noise, comment below, and we'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Dino Crisis was pretty scary. Um, I will say it's not the most scary game, but it man, it had its fair share of jump scares, and I still haven't completed it. Um, Doom Three, and Man, that game, I don't know, for some reason, it's just, it, maybe it's just the constant everything's getting tossed at you every two fucking seconds. <laughs> you're like always running out of ammo, and you're always below 50 health at all times, it seems. Yep. And it's like every time you, oh, oh, it's armor. Next thing you know, fucking just stupid zombie comes up and, and like attacks you, and you're like, damn it. And then like you, you, so you lose all that health that you just grabbed. You turn around, you start running, and then that I can, what's the skeleton guys called that shoots the rockets? Oh, they're um, I don't know. Damn it! Uh, uh, but yeah, I'll find it out. Hold they, on. they come out, of, they come out of nowhere, and they're just like laughing while shooting rockets. And then the faces, the floating faces that come at you, if revenant. That, if those are not terrifying, then you, you are, you're a satanist. Are you talking about like the skulls on fire that come at you? Uh, well, in in Doom Three, it's just like regular human faces. Oh, okay. The, See, I really don't have a ton of experience with Doom Three. Man, it is <laughs> that game scared the fuck out of me. 
Mm-hmm. I'm I'm never playing it on the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Xbox. Hey, it was without, actually a pretty without, decent it, without any numbers behind it. I had a buddy of mine that used to play one of the Resident Evils, and when he would play it, he'd get so into it, he'd scream like a girl every time a zombie would come out. Mm. It was hilarious. And that friend was you. Nah. Yeah. And you were the little girl. <laughs> nah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and break free from this for just a second. I know I should be tossing this around, but I'm going to be selfish. And I'm going to mention like non as scary games or just, you know, games that have uh, Halloween themed um, levels or worlds. And oh, okay. uh, Banjo-Kazooie, uh, the Halloween level Mad Monster Mansion was one of the cooler levels that I played. And I remember I was like seven years old back when I played this and it it was spooky. It didn't it didn't you know I wasn't like oh my god I'm gonna cry, but it it was it was a spooky experience and it was it was really cool because you know uh, for a 64 game it was really impressive seeing like fog and stuff like that and of course mm-hmm. the the score to that oh man go back and listen the to that song. Game. Well yeah the yeah. whole entire game Banjo Kazooie is one of the best games of all time and honestly if you like took it now and at least made the camera be functional. It would still be a fantastic game, in my opinion. Truth. And honestly, like, here's a little, like, even further side tangent. That Hat Kid game that's coming out mm-hmm. is going to be amazing. I'm beyond excited for a hat in time. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you guys like any kind of Banjo-Kazooie, any kind of, like, endless collector, awesome platformer game, that you need to look at that it's 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 been on my oh i gotta get this matter of fact sam's all the time like when's this coming out and i'm like mm-hmm. right there i haven't seen updates they they hardly release a lot on it so yeah i mean it's, it's definitely coming i out. think it's in i think it's going to be in beta here soon so that's a good sign yeah that's yep. a good sign um kobe do you have one in the not so scary but really cool Halloween themed worlds. Uh, yeah, I think me and Todd were talking about this uh-huh. earlier. Yeah, oh, uh-huh. uh, and <laughs> we were talking about Goofy. We were talking about uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts, um, the Halloween Town levels, the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas world. Uh, you could play in Halloween Town in the first one. And it is just so cool. The, the it's awesome atmosphere. to play with Jack, man. Yeah, and Jack is amazing. And he's I'm pretty sure he's uh, voiced by the actual guy, which is always good in those games. Um, but uh, it's it's just so cool. You get to go to the little mountain thing, that, uh, the little spirally mountain with the big moon in the background. And uh, you get to go to, like, you know, the center of the town and see the little... Uh, you know, the fountains that spew the green stuff and all that kind of cool stuff. And you fight Oogie Boogie and it's just amazing. It's and that, awesome. Yeah. It makes me want to go play it right now. Mm-hmm. I have a bad memory with it though, because I, I was playing it with my brother and we were playing through it the first time. And you know, uh, we were so excited about it and we wouldn't play it without one another in the room because we all wanted to see, you know, what, what was going on. And we were on the elevator one of the elevators in Halloween Town and saved it, and the game got corrupt on the memory card, and that oh, made me no. sad. 
Yeah. But anyway. Um Gex entered the Gecko Scream TV channels, uh worlds. Those scared the shit out of me as a kid. Cause instead of like Banjo Kazooie, which was like Oh, this is a fun little place with some little bit of spooky in it. This was like fucking like little kids wearing pumpkin. I think he was wearing a pumpkin mask, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it was like a Jason mask running at you full blast mm-hmm. with a with a butcher's knife coming right at you. There was like zombies that when you like kick tailed them, they would lose parts of their body and hobble towards you. Uh, there were skulls that blew out flames. Uh there was walls that would, when you ran by them, a scary-ass face would warp out of them and come at you. <laughs> it was terrifying. There was, like, this weird Mona Lisa that would, like, it was a picture of her, and it was an elevator, and when the elevator extended, it showed, like, the rest of her body, which was, like, a big lizard creature. And I was just, like, yeah. as a kid, I was like, what is going on? I got the weirdest boner right now, Mona Lisa. <laughs> but no. that's I, I love those things like the um the haunted mansion like pictures where it reveals you know yeah man it was it was that was a very that actually scared me it, and the music to it was really creepy but like i love mm-hmm. the hell out of that game too and that's another game that i feel like is a very fantastic platformer it is just plagued with terrible camera issues, camera issues. terrible mm-hmm. um yeah the, absolutely Let's see here. Um, also, um, recently, and I think I mentioned it in a previous podcast, Costume Quest, um, that's not scary at all, but is a fantastic Halloween game, and it's a game that everybody should have in their catalog. And I'm being serious. It is a very simple but fun turn-based system. The writing is, of course, a double-fine writing. just fantastic. And it's I loved every minute of what I played. And I mm-hmm. I still got the DLC to finish, and I'll probably just wait till next year or towards Christmas because it's like a Christmas slash Halloween type thing. Because it's called, right, I yeah, think it's that, like Grublins on Ice, but something like that. Oh man, that was just it was a great game, and it really put me in the Halloween spirit, which I haven't got to be in that spirit in a very long time. So it, it right since you're babby, I guess since I hate everything. <laughs> Um, anybody got any more scary, uh, or, or, you know, tense games that they'd like to talk about? I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of games out there. We could sit here for hours discussing all of them, but I mean, there's, there's quite a few that I want to play that look like they're absolutely terrifying. Oh, like what? You know, you know, the, the forest, um, evil within dead light. Uh, those all look like they're going to be, you know, intense games. Uh, is the forest the one where you like kind of craft and stuff? Yes, but it's it's you're constantly being like bombarded. Basically, it's like Minecraft, but on steroids. On steroids. Oi, Mori! Like mutated steroids that turn people into cannibals. Dude, those are the best steroids. What about you, Kobe? Uh, this is looking forward. What games? Uh, well, no, he, he was just mentioning some that he was looking forward to. Um, I, I was. It was the previous question of what uh, is there any other games um, that you've played in the past that are pretty scary? 
Oh, uh, well, uh, we were talking about Doom. Doom 2 is always, it's one of the first games that I uh, ever really played on the PC, and it was just terrifying for the time. Um, we talked about uh, Fatal Frame and stuff like that. Uh, Stalker, um, Shadows of Chernobyl is terrifying with all the demons. Yeah, that those... or not demons, but uh, mutants well, and stuff. Wasn't there like one that's invisible and it was just out of nowhere would just rampage you? I'm sure, yeah. But uh, that 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 also happened in Doom too. Those uh, invisible pink demons, but uh, that and uh, going with the post-apocalyptic thing, the Fallout series mm, is yeah. always scary, especially Very. those Minotaur guys. Oh, God, but, those things were Ted Gibson's. Those things were creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, and then of course, uh, can't can't have a modern scary game discussion without Five Nights at Freddy's, and I guess. that is just a terrifyingly intense game. The first time you play it, it does look interesting, oh, definitely God. for a first time, and it's like five bucks. So if you're wanting to get like right. a quick, quick little jump, right there, man. And honestly, the free demo gives you a a fantastic idea of what the game is about. It's basically just an extended version of the demo the real game is yeah what, with a few more options um i guess that's uh that's actually going to be it for today because uh, you know we're already running we're already running uh late because uh we're doing that talking because we always run late yeah mm-hmm. that is true um i'm going to give some honorable mentions that i wish we could have talked about but you know old jesse's got that that time frame, eh? Always throwing in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. Um, Dead Space. Fantastic. The first one. Don't don't even worry about the second or third one. Uh, it's super cheap. It's like five bucks all the time on Steam. Pick it up. I highly recommend it. it is, it's got great controls. It's scary as shit. A lot of jump scares. And those motherfuckers climb out of the vents. They'll stare at you and then they'll climb back in and disappear forever. And it's <laughs> yeah. so scary, dude. And like the spikes come out of their hands. It's 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 creepy. Uh Killing Floor. Fantastic multiplayer shooter. Um it, it's scary as in, oh shit, we're being overrun by a thousand different creatures and they're all beating mm-hmm. the living shit out of us. And don't play the fa- uh, the farm level because that's the scariest. Oh my god, it's terrifying. It's so dark. <sighs> and that's just that's just a really good game. Anyway, like mechanically, it's a really good game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very solid. Um, Netcode's really good on it too. Yeah. For a source game, even. Well, yeah. It's a, it's pretty much a source game, and they all have. Good it is codes. a source game. They all, they great netcode. Um, Metro twenty thirty three. One of the best atmospheres in any game I've ever played. Um, that's another game that's always cheap to get. Uh, it is a. It can run a little hard on uh, older systems, but. You, you should be fine. Um, you can pick those. But up it really looks pretty too. once you uh, once you pump all that up. Too, all those though. damn particles, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Half Life One, <sighs> man, that's one. That's in my top five of my favorite games of all time. The uh, everything about that game just it's a great game. It's not really scary, but man, it it's the tension in that game. It's pins and needles. Speaking of Half Life. Uh, Another honorable mention, a good one would be all the um, all the Gary's mod like scary maps and things. 
because those are really terrifying. I never, I never touched those. Yeah, and then you've you've got the uh, f- the source mod that um, SCP containment unit thing. You, I think you played that, didn't you, Jess? Mm, I don't think so. You got like the creature that you can't look at, or you got to look at it at all, all times, or it can teleport oh, or something. Yes, yes. Didn't they make that actually a separate title though? Yeah, eventually they did. Yeah. But I was just saying, speaking of Half-Life yeah. and Source. Um, the Bioshock series, now that's one of those, every one of those games are fantastic. And I do mm-hmm. want to mention one of the things that I was not expecting and was very terrifying was in Infinite. And that game has like no scares in it um, at all. And matter of fact, you know, it don't really feel very, you know, just nothing really about it. It feels really warm for most of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, spoiler, <laughs> um, but you're 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 doing something I can't remember, and your character's looking at this uh, control oh, panel. God. Yes, your character's looking at this control panel, and you turn around because you you know you're just ready to go. You know, you turn around, and this is the first time you see one. It's the Boys of Silence, and it just like looks at you, and then just does this loud like scream that it does, and it is one of the scariest jump scares I ever experienced. I fucking jumped out of my seat cuz you're not you're not expected it. There's not been a single thing in that game that has gave you the impression that it's going to do that. And this was towards the end yeah. too. So th- Yeah, I was going to say you've been playing this game for 14 hours at this point. Yeah. You're not expecting it at all. You're like, "Ah, there's this game ain't scary at all." And then like that. Boom. It's terrifying and it, it was Which game is this? Bioshock Infinite. Ah, uh, I I didn't yeah, uh, it, it's just it's at the very end, yeah, really. Yeah, it, it's just like the what, one little. What thing. are they called? For, what are the the, the things boys called? of silence? Look, look up. They have look them up. They're they're creepy too. Yeah, you need to put a picture uh, of that in the video. Yeah. God, they have like this, uh, uh, like Ayn Rand style art. Like they they look like that would be on the cover of an Ayn Rand book, like that sort of Art Deco like crazy brass head and it's got like horns out the sides and stuff oh it's weird man it's terrifying um but yeah uh i also wanted to mention the humble uh, the humble indie uh bundle 13 is out right now um i think it's got what 12 days or something like that left it's got some mm-hmm. it's got uh at least one really scary game amnesia and machine for pigs it's, it's supposed to be really good um, I haven't played it yet. I'm going to be jumping into it here soon. Uh, as soon as I get my face cam ready. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, it's it's supposedly it's a great sequel to the first Amnesia, and I think they do fix a lot of the mechanics in it that annoyed me about the first Amnesia. Right. Um, yeah. But there's also Ollie Ollie, uh, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet, Tower of Guns, Jazz Punk, and Risk of Rain. Excuse me. And what's really cool about the Risk of Rain is you end up getting four copies, one for you and three for your friends. And that is an insanely good deal because right now it's like seven bucks probably. So, I mean, those are really cool games, super cheap. And you get the game. And it's worth noting that uh, Risk of Rain is four-player four multiplayer too. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I, I hope they would presume that. Well, yeah, I'm just putting it in there. Yeah, 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 fucker. <laughs> but, uh... Also, Teleglitch uh, Tele Die More Edition is a free copy that you can get with it. Um, you can actually not even buy it and get it. I don't know how long that goes on for that. 
but uh, it's got to be redeemed by November 25th. Um, let's see here, Kobe, uh, you go ahead and plug yourself in. All right, guys. Well, uh, if you liked the podcast and liked our opinions and stuff, uh, you can find me at TechAmp. Uh, that's TechAmp at YouTube. Um, YouTube users TechAmp1 uh, on Twitter at Tech underscore Amp or at my blog at TechAmpMedia.com. Uh, you can find all the videos and stuff that I post as well as opinions and things on the blog, but, uh, that's about it, I guess. Um, yeah. So Jess, uh, as always, we appreciate the views. If you like the podcast, give that sucker the good old light treatment. I post a wealth of stuff like weekly podcast game recommendations and hopefully some new content soon. Uh, who knows when I'll do that? I'm lazy. Uh, if you want to check out more of the stuff we do, there's a billion ways to do so, such as our website at soundgamecritique.com. You can follow us on soundcloud.com slash soundgamecritique. You can also subscribe uh, subscribe at youtube.com slash soundgamecritique uh, or download through your podcast app by searching soundgamecritique and then subbing on there. You can follow me on Twitter. My handle is soundgamecritic. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make more spooky sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone have a awesome Halloween. Uh, a spooky Halloween. Take your kids out. If kids are listening, which I hope they're not, uh, get Fuck. get some get some fucking candy. Yeah. That was uh, that was uh, and I'm avoid sorry. the apples with razors in them. And if stuff. you're in Colorado. Enjoy the, the 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 candy that's gonna get you high. Oh yeah, wow. that's right. The the lollipops or whatever. What? Ugh. No 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 yeah, no. Was... no 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 no. We're ending this. We're ending this. Sorry guys, you don't get to hear about high lollipops with THC no. blended in. Later. Hey, remember play some games. Spooky games. Spooky games. Halloween games. Spooky. Goodbye guys. Bye.